0: How many of you feel like taking care of your makeup needs takes away from your time to do what really matters to you? I know I felt that way for such a long time. I literally never did my makeup unless I was recording for a client or out for a big event until I found mommy makeup. After being a professional makeup artist for over 20 plus years, Deborah Rubin Roberts had the privilege to work for and with some of the best brands and talent in the beauty industry. But it was becoming a mom that became the catalyst for Deborah to develop her own makeup line, Mommy Makeup, clean beauty for busy women like you and me. She figured if she needed clean cosmetics that were fast and easy to use and gave makeup artists quality results, surely other women did too. And She was totally right. Mommy Makeup is talc-free, paraben-free, cruelty-free, and non-comedogenic. But most important to me, it's multitasking. You literally just send them your selfie and which products interest you. And they will reply back with shade suggestions. Instead of using 13 different products, you can use just six multitasking power products to save you time, money, and clutter. Mommy Makeup, clean beauty for busy women. That's the only way I'm using makeup ever again. Use code modernmommydoc that's M-O-D-E-R-N-M-O-M-M-Y-D-O-C, for 20% off your first mommy makeup order. Or use the link mommymakeup.com forward slash modern mommy doc. That's mommymakeup.com forward slash M O D E R N M O M M Y D O C. And the promo code will automatically apply. everybody, and welcome back to the Modern Mommy Doc podcast. It's good to have you with us. Today, we're talking about one of my favorite subjects, which is equity in households and how to reduce the load that we all carry for the work that we need to do around our homes and in our lives. And my special guest today is Michael Perry from Maple. They have such a cool app that's so cool to use. And so, Michael, thank you for being here on the show and and welcome
1: thank you for having me excited to be here and also a topic I enjoy speaking about so uh, ready to dive into it
0: awesome all right so Michael Michael, tell us about the app tell us about what Mm -hmm. you guys do and then also just talk about kind of the vision behind it like why did you feel like people really needed this in their lives
1: yeah, I'll start I'll start there cuz I think it's an important part of the whole Maple story, but my wife and I have been together for a very long time. We've been together to date for 16 years. And about 3 years ago, we or 3 years ago, I should say, we we brought a baby home. And, you know, for the first time 13 years into our into our marriage, into our relationship, I felt like a very natural dynamic shift was happening amongst us. And it was very interesting to me very early on into into fatherhood to even see how society placed us in two very separate boxes. And my wife was going into labor. She was the patient and I was the guest, which obviously to some extent made sense. Post birth in the hospital, she was the caregiver. I was the guest. And I just felt like there was all this emphasis and all these expectations that were immediately bestowed upon her that I was just kind of along for the ride. And she was the one that was going to have to shoulder this burden of keeping our child alive. And I, I, I left feeling like that was bizarre, but nothing had really kind of clicked in until we went home and it became ever, ever present with every doctor's appointment. We went to every social event. We went to everything we did in our life. My wife had was being seen as this caregiver, this person that was raising our child. And I was kind of seen as just like dad, like it, it felt like two very separate boxes and As time went on and I was going back to work and traveling and I had been building software for a long time, again, I realized that there was just like this weird false expectation that she was expected to do everything. And there was a weird kind of guilt associated to not doing everything. And so I kind of started looking for technology solutions that allowed for me to be a better supporting husband, to be a better father, to have a clear understanding of what was going on inside of our home? What appointments did I need to be showing up for? What appointments did I need to be participating in? How could I be more hands-on when I wasn't inside of the walls of our home from nine to five when I was going to a job? And I just really didn't find anything out there that I felt really allowed for us to be a team and in, in, in managing our home and raising our now children, our two kids. And so I felt like, you know, as someone who's been building technology for a long time, and I, I was working at a company called Shopify, and I had built all these products and innovated to help making running a business easier, why would I not take you know 10 plus years of knowledge and apply building a business and building technology to support entrepreneurs to building a home and build technology to support making managing your home easier amongst single parents are either or co-parenting or married couples? And so that's what kind of started us on this journey. Today we launched Maple September 2021. We now support 40,000 plus users with the product that represents households across America and throughout Canada. We've seen almost a million different calendar events being booked inside of Maple, hundreds of thousands of tasks being organized inside of Maple. And really at the baseline what Maple is, it is a back office to your home to help the family get organized through particular topics. And then has built all the tooling for enriched collaboration amongst people, whether they're discussing what needs to be done, planning what needs to be done with our calendaring system, or actually outlining the, the workload that needs to be accomplished so that people can rightfully divide and conquer and we still have a very, very long way to go. You know, we, We're on the earliest days of building this company. But the vision that we have and the world that we hope to shape is that not only do we help create more division of labor in homes and that not everything is on mom's shoulders to get things done, but we, help, we hope to expand the umbrella of ownership of the home so that mom isn't just the individual planner and caregiver of the home and that all people can treat managing and running the home as equals. And we think when that's done... When we achieve that goal and however many decades it takes or years, we're making progress every day that ultimately we will be building happier, higher quality of life homes for everybody involved.
0: I have a premonition that so many moms that are listening to this are drooling over the idea, A, that they could have way to organize things with their, with their family and with their partner or with their village. But also I think... Over the idea that you were so invested in making a change in this area that you were noticing because my experience has been with a lot of moms that they feel like their partners aren't noticing or aren't as aware as they could be. Or mm-hmm. they feel like when they bring up these issues around like I'm doing more in this area of our home or I'm, I'm kind of shouldering this burden, that they're afraid, even if this is not true from the partner side, that they will appear as nagging, that it will be multiple right. conversations over time. Right. So talk to that, because to me, that's actually the gold in Maple is it's doing the nagging, quote unquote, for you. From like a third party.
1: Yeah, it it is actually in a very weird way, acting as like a mitigator for sure. We've gotten a lot of that feedback. I do think it has a unique way of forcefully driving awareness and kind of avoiding that conversation. There's been many days where I've logged into Maple, and at the end of the day, been like, shit, there's a lot going on here. And I feel like I need to step up and support. So just kind of taking one step backwards, I think it's always important to recognize my father was a different husband and father than I am. And I think to some extent he was a different father and husband than my grandfather was. And I think it's it's not a quote unquote, you know, excuse or alibi, but there is this very poor reality that we are all inheriting multi-generational poor systems that create a suppressed and oppressed relationship between people in the household, right? There has been a long-standing, let's say 10 million year expectation that this is the world of which a woman or mom should be taking on. And so I think that there's this, this in my private conversations with men, there's almost this sense of like, I haven't had the shining light example of what the modern day father or modern day husband should look like. I'm very much doing as my father did. And that's not, that's not uh, for the people listening. I'm not trying to say that that's okay. I think that there's just this reality that, a lot of women saw their own mother struggling, their own mother saw their own, you know, their grandma struggling. And it was just like, this is the job of mom. And so people are kind of suffering quietly. And so they're avoiding these conversations. It's important to recognize that the world has changed though, right? In 1940, only four out of 10 children had dual working parents. There's every bit of data on earth to show that 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 trend line is near nine out of 10. It's actually currently eight out of 10 children have dual working parents. And so to think that you have two full-time jobs between being a caregiver and a working professional and in 40% of the times the breadwinner is just an unrealistic expectation. And when when women particularly talk to me about this, one thing I certainly 100% believe is that when 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 people, you know, specifically married people are standing in an altar and they're still at that point just a pair, I don't think anyone is getting married with the hope that their life partner is going to be going through so much stress and uh, in, in some cases depression because they now, like no one wants their life partner to suffer. And so I think that it oftentimes just takes going a step back to the, the foundation uh, as a couple and saying like, we are supposed to be doing this together and building this life together. And it feels like in a lot of cases, I'm having to do a lot of these things by myself. And I think that that's actually a light bulb moment and a triggering moment for a lot of men to be like, oh shit, they are doing this by themselves. And versus like the, you're not doing the laundry. You're not doing the, this, you're not doing the, that you're not doing this. That's where I think the very stereotypical or like cliche or, you know, Poorly defined nagging kind of comes into place because it's seen as a a poor form of communication versus I always encourage people to outline the work that needs to be done. And I also encourage people to remind their life partner that we're co-founders to life. And right now I'm struggling and that we need to be stepping up together because we both deserve a certain level of happiness and peace. And no, it's never in good balance when one person is sleeping easy at night and the other person is like, Crawling to get into bed because they're so exhausted, and that's the best way that I can I I, I can answer that. That was the triggering point for me when when we brought our you know at that point my son was three or four months old, and my wife was like clearly shouldering all the weight of raising this kid, and I was just coming home, going to work, coming home, going you know doing the fun things, doing bath time, you know playing on the you know holding my baby. But my wife is like actually feeding this baby and cleaning this baby and changing the right. diapers and doing all this shit. Plus, trying to live her actual life. And It's like this isn't healthy for her. Like I, I owe it to her to step up, and I owe it to my son to enjoy this chapter of his life and be there for that. Be there for him as as a man and as a father. And I think people are, would be surprised about how much more receptive their life partner would be to to pitching in.
0: I think so too. It is here and available for download. It's the new Modern Mama's Club app. We are so ready to join you on your personal journey from conflicted to centered. We want to take you on an evidence based path from feeling conflicted all the time, from feeling pulled in all kinds of directions, from feeling burnt out to feeling really purposeful and aligned as you move through your working motherhood experience, no matter what is happening around you. So go check it out in the app store. Will you walk people through exactly how the app works? Because it's, you know, I think Like we can talk about it's a way to divide labor, but tell people like like because it pings people. Tell me how it's organized.
1: Yep. So you sign up to use Maple. You immediately can, if you choose, to invite a life partner or a nanny or whoever you want to have better collaboration with. The goal is to create a more shared responsibility. During onboarding, it asks you what is the one thing you want to get started working on. So that might be grocery list shopping, that might be bills and finances, that might be household chores. You know, We have over 10,000 families who use Maple. 20, over 25% of our, our user base is using Maple to divide and conquer on household chores. So we can go with that example. Once you establish these topics, household chores, bills, summer camp, which again, if we surveyed hundred moms, probably hundred have planned summer camp. We surveyed hundred dads, probably zero have planned summer camp, birthday yeah. party, survey hundred moms. Every mom has planned a birthday party, probably zero dads have planned a birthday party. So you start, you start establishing what we would call the organizing top level organized workload that needs to happen inside of one of those topics everyone by default that you invite has access to these topics. So all of the work that is going into this is exposed to everybody in the household. So we have three tools that sit inside of these organized, or essentially four tools that sit inside of these organized folders. One tool is calendaring. So if you're planning a birthday party, you can put the date of the birthday party on there. One tool is called to-dos. And we actually just today launched a new feature called sections for to-dos. So you can create you know, all the workload and organize all the workload from making a birthday cake, to sending out invites, to getting the balloons, to, I don't know, booking Mickey Mouse to come to your house, whatever the things are that you need to do for the workload, all of that is now listed and exposed. And it doesn't have an owner. It defaults to anyone needs to do it. And that's been very designed with an intention because you know we recognize that most of the inputs originally are starting with mom. And we don't think that just because you're inputting something, it should be defaulting you to own it. So everything defaults to nobody. And then we have Maple Notes, which we just launched, which is wildly popular, which is basically Google Docs for the home. It's all completely shared documentation that everyone can collaborate and work on together. And then we have a messaging system. So every time you add something to one of these topics, i.e., the birthday, if you added bake birthday cake, the people who are inside of those topics are getting push notifications about the inputs that you're adding to these things. When you're marking them as complete, they're also getting push notifications that this work is getting accomplished. When you're changing ownership of going from up for grabs to you know, Michael's going to own it or Whitney's going to own it. Everyone gets a push notification about that. So the system in itself handles some baseline communication. So if I if, if I go into Maple, my wife and I are planning a trip to Costa Rica, she's far more opinionated in, 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 about like where we should be staying, right? So I, I'm good with booking airline tickets. I'm book, good with booking some surf instructions for our family and things like that. So I, I immediately take ownership of that and she sees that. I changed the ownership from nobody to Alex, my wife, for booking a house, and she gets a push notification on that. So that's how like the baseline of the topics work. And what's nice is that we have all these macro household views. So when you go into the app, regardless of what topic you're in, you can see all the to-do work. You can prioritize it by dragging and dropping it. You can filter to see who owns what. So we built basically the best-in-class tooling to create visibility into what needs to happen for the home. And we really do feel in some way, you know, the household for a million different reasons for the last 40 years in this technology or 50 years in this technology revolution has been an oversight. No one has built this level of tooling and sophistication to managing and running your home. Maple is the first company that is building what would be really enterprise level technology directly applied to your own house so you can run your house more efficiently than anyone can run, run a business. And like any company, you expect everyone to be participating.
0: Yeah, let me stop you there because I think actually that is the key, right? It's like you guys yes. took this seriously enough to not just make it like a cute little app where there's like, you know, you can do a few little like shared video chats or whatnot. That my sense when I looked, when I have used Maple myself is that you guys are treating it exactly like you would a business. And yes. there, I mean, there's been a, a lot of new like books that have come out about this. Ebrodsky's book is about this, about treating your, your house like a yes. business. And I think what that does is elevates the work to be like, this is not just like quote unquote, like housewife work. This is not just like, you know, work that doesn't no. matter. This work actually has value. And so because it has value, we do actually need to treat it like a business and, and divide it up. Or if it doesn't have value, we need to decide as a family, it's not going to be on our to-do list at all. And it doesn't even belong on the app because we've decided like Christmas cards, for example, in my house, like that's off the list. I could care, give a F
1: about Christmas cards. You know what I mean? Totally, totally, right, totally. You know, this is where, you know, Eve and I are pretty, are becoming close and fast friends and we're a huge supporter of Eve. This is where her and I may differentiate a little bit is that, I think a lot of what she's doing rightfully so is to empower the relationship at home so that women can have careers too and have their unicorn space and all these things and be themselves. And I I believe that that's a fundamental and important conversation to pioneer and lead and to have. The flip side is that I'm actually trying to remind their other life partners, their men, as well as women to some extent, but men, that your life's work is not going and being a lawyer. Your life's work is raising your children. Your life's work is running your household because at the end of your life, As much as I enjoy you, Whitney, and we can do 100 podcasts together, when I'm dying, you're not going to be at my bedside. You're not going to be holding my hand. My sons will be standing next to me, holding my hand at the end of my life. Right? My sons are my life's work. My sons are the most important thing to me. When I'm dying, I'm not going to be thinking, oh, my God, I wish I went to Ibiza. Oh, my God, I wish I made more money. Oh, my God, I wish I made – I'm going to be wishing – I wish I had 10 more – days, years, minutes, hours, time with my kids. And we all will look back at our life and remember that the output of our children and the contributions that they make to society and the work that they do for the world professionally is what we will be proud of as people, not the work that we do as individuals. They are our life's work. And so we take the tooling we build for home incredibly serious because our promise to our users at the end of the day is that they are going to do their best life's work. They are going to do their best life's work with our tools in terms of caring and raising their families. And that is not, I feel sad for so many men who are going to miss out on the opportunity and who have to say at the end of their life, my wife did a great job raising our kids. Right? Like that is a very common thing to give. When you see well-behaved children at a restaurant and someone says, wow, your kids are so well-behaved. Most men say, my wife's done a great job with these kids. Right? I, I, I fundamentally believe that it is a sad situation. I deeply believe it is a sad situation that many men at the end of their life are going to have regret. Like at bare minimum, I believe I believe that men should be more selfish to to lean in more, to minimize regret at the end of their life. If, if it isn't just for being a good life partner, selfishly for themselves to look back at the end of life and say, I made great children.
0: 100%. I mean, I think this is actually where like lean in really got it wrong. Right, like Sheryl Sandberg and all of that about like, what you have to do is like just forget it. Get other people to watch your kids all the time. Forget all the stuff you have to do at home. Just do whatever it takes to rise to the top in business. Like that is the goal, and you can do it. And what you have to do is sacrifice everything. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, is being a best selling author like like when I die, I'll be excited about that if that happened, but it's not going to be, like you said, like the thing that gives me as much joy is having an amazing relationship with the people that I love, of having peace, of feeling like I'm grounded totally. and like I'm centered. So I agree with you. I think there's room, totally. of course, for us like moving ahead and moving people up in the C-suite and there's room for women to find yes. their creative yes. outlets and to do things that yes. drive them. Yes. And also it can't be for the sake of losing ourselves or our relationships with our kids.
1: I, I think the biggest mistake is that, and you know, I'm, I'm not going to be overly critical of Ms. Sandberg, but life as a whole is about balance, right? It's like you have to, if you're going to eat unhealthy, you have to work out right if you have a stressful life you have to find peace if you have if if, if, if you have this career and you're not satisfying your personal life you're in, you're in balance and on the flip side if you just only are focusing and feeling resentful that you just have your children which i don't think anyone should feel resentful for mm-hmm. then you need to find the balance of like what hobby or passion or career will help satisfy that and mm-hmm. you know i think some of the most the the the, the largest places that i have found humility and have recognized why family should always be the most important thing is I can't name the most important person on earth from 1900. Like when I die in 50 years, no one, like five months after I die, no one's going to care. I can't name the best selling Mm -hmm. book from 1920, but I still talk about my grandfather who just passed away one month ago. And I will, I will, I will miss him for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. For the rest of my life, I will miss my grandfather for the next 35 40 50 years i will think about my grand i he died on june 7th and i have thought about him every single day since june 7th yeah and the world has gone on they don't think about the work that he did or the money that he made or the contribution as an entrepreneur that he was to hawaii and like the communities that he built the world doesn't miss him i deeply miss him right yeah. and so like the world's not going to be missing maple the world's not going to be missing me the world's not going to be missing the companies that I built, the books that the people, the world, but my children forever, forever will miss me. Yeah. And I think that there has to be some humility that we don't matter that much to the world, but we matter a lot to some people. And those people are oftentimes our children and it's certainly our family, right? And so it's very yeah. liberating and very powerful in terms of like how we want to invest our time and who we want to show up for. I need to show up for Maples employees because i because I've bestowed that responsibility to them, but they will never come before my children. Mm-hmm. I sign off every day at four o'clock because I need to have dinner with my kids because that's going to be a memory that matters more to me than anything else in life. And I just think that this is the, so much of the systematic changes and the shifts can happen with the support of technology when we mm-hmm. all just have like the sense of humility about what life is actually about at the end of the day.
0: See, you guys thought we were going to talk about an app, and here we are talking about the meaning of life
1: with Mr. Michael Perry. I, mean, I we love can, it. We, 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 can, we can pull it back. We yeah. we can we can talk about the app all day long. It's you know it's one of the most important things. I, I will ever build but my children will be the most important thing I ever build you know
0: no I love it this th- this is what happens every single podcast episode Michael every single conversation we talk about like the, the you know the application of something about the book we think is cool and then we get so deep and heavy that we're like you better hold on for yeah. the ride we're going there ladies
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> I love we, it. We, we, we gotta trade tra- 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 this coffee in for some rose or some white wine and get deep right now Exactly. I'm in my feelings right now. I'm like Lizzo right now. I'm in my feelings.
0: Michael, thank you so much for being here. Will you tell listeners where they can find the app, where they can find out more about you? So that way they they can get to really taking the part of the communication way more from being this contentious discussion, and so they can get really centered, hopefully, on what matters most to them, and build that humility in their lives.
1: Well, I, I am insignificant in the scheme of all of these things, but I'm certainly discoverable on the internet at, at Michael Perry, pretty much everywhere—Twitter and, and Instagram and things of that nature. But you'd be far better off following at Grow Maple on Instagram and Girl Maple on Twitter. And our website is growmaple.com. And, you know, I'm, I'm thankful for you having me on today. And thank you for spreading the message about equality as a whole. Outside of our own conversation, I've been following you on Instagram and, and you know, been a part of your communities. And I think that the work you're doing is super important of advancing the conversation. So thank you. Awesome.
0: Thank you. See you next time, guys. Hey, mama. If you want more of the modern mommy doc podcast, make sure that you click subscribe. So you don't miss any episodes. We'd also be so honored if you shared with your friends and on social media with the hashtag modern mommy doc. If you share about something that inspired you or that you learned from the podcast, we'll be sure to share it on our social media as well. Thanks for listening.